Hey there, I'm Mike. Some of you know me from the Twisted Cape. Some of you know me because, shake for me girl, I want to be your backdoor man. But regardless of how you know me, you know I love comics, and that's what we talk about on this podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Mike's Big Stack. Oh, hell yeah, everyone. Welcome to the show, my thickies. Recording this week at the Hall of Thickitude. Uh, we're going to keep this thing moving. I'm enjoying this. I'm hoping you guys are enjoying the look back at these stories. Good news on the development front. My comic book store just recently reopened uh, as a uh, online shipping curbside pickup hybrid type thing. So we'll be getting some fresh stories real soon. i got to go pick those up. Uh, and uh, we'll be back at the regular stuff pretty, pretty soon. But I might keep this going for a couple more episodes just so I can have a little time to get caught up. As always, we start by reading the thickness of my stack. Oh, yeah. Mike's Thickometer. With these stories, I'm going to give this a solid 7 out of 10 on Mike's Thickometer. Uh, I'm, I'm really excited to do this week uh, as we start with DC, and we'll start with the old story first, and then we'll do the new story on, on both for both companies. So the old story that we're going to do is Flashpoint. Uh, obviously, this thing is getting adapted left and right uh, because it's a good story. Um, I will tell you up front that I, I gave it a four and a half uh, out of a five, and I'll explain why in a little while. So if you're unfamiliar... Um, this story starts with Barry Allen basically waking up in a new world. This world is completely different. He does not have his powers. He's No one has ever heard of the Flash. Um, no one knows anything about any Flash whatsoever. Uh, and it just, you know, you get a whole lot of looks at this alternate universe. And specifically around Batman... Um, who is Thomas Wayne, not Bruce Wayne, uh, in the alleyway, Bruce gets killed, uh, not, not Thomas. Uh, and the story basically goes on, and you find out that Flash has run back in time to stop Ebor Thon from killing his mom, um, which changes to the traje- trajectory of a whole lot of people. Um, the Joker, um, th- uh, Batman... Cyborg, the Justice League isn't really a thing. The Green Lantern Corps is is wildly different, um, and you know, obviously Barry has no powers, and almost most significantly, it's not really explored here. But the fact that Wonder Woman and Aquaman are at war with each other, and that's raging across the globe. Uh, most most importantly for Barry, however is the fact that his mom is still alive. And he, you know, his dad dies a few, has been dead for a few years. Um, but, you know, there's no there, there's no sense of loss for Barry, with the exception of, you know, his wife, who's now with someone else. Uh, and just, the story is just so good. It, it develops so well. You still get a little time with Barry and Cyborg, who are uh, still kind of friendly. Um, but it, the story really centers on Batman and the Flash, a, a relationship that I think does not get examined near enough. Um, so Thomas Wayne actually um, event, 
eventually ends up on Barry's team here with this whole thing uh, because he lets he lets Thomas know that Bruce has actually lived in his timeline and Thomas is dead set on setting that right. He wants his son to live as any responsible parent would. Uh, additionally, um, you know, there's there's a little bit of Superman in here as well. Not the Superman that you would know, but it's it's a very different version of, of Superman. Uh, and you get a whole bunch of character swaps. Element Woman takes the place of Metamorpho. Um, <laughs> you know, the Shazam is uh, Captain Thunder, I believe. Um, and it's just, it, this whole thing is, is wildly different. Uh, and I, I really enjoy the story and how, how it ends up. The, the only problem that I have, um, you know, I, I love the fight between Thawne and Barry and uh, Barry rushing back to, to fix things, to keep him, keep himself from preventing his mother's death, which is a gut-wrenching decision. Uh, and the, and the conversation that Barry then has with, with Bruce and delivers his, uh, his father's letter to him, uh, see Bruce cry and you know, it's a very emotional moment. There's a couple of things about this story that I just wish we'd gotten more time with, right? I wish it had been longer. That's why it's a four and a half out of five, not out, not a five out of five. The art is fantastic. Uh, it's a great story. It's written well. It's written by Jeff Johns um, and drawn by Andy Kubert, so obviously it is a top level type of, type of story. Uh, that said, I wish I'd gotten more time exploring the Aquaman, Wonder Woman, uh, battle over Earth. I wish we'd gotten more significant time uh, around the circumstances that drove Thomas Wayne to become Batman. He's a way more brutal Batman than Bruce is for the for the most part. Uh, I'd love to explore a little more around Cyborg, and it's just it's, it's such a short series, and it's so frustrating because I want so much more out of that universe. Uh, but it doesn't matter. It's it's. Absolutely fantastic. Uh, highly recommended. Uh, check it out as soon as you can. All right. Moving on from there, we're going to look at Deceased. Um, and the cool thing about this story is that when I bought it, I bought all of the variant covers. So there's a whole bunch of zombified versions of characters that you know and love. Deathstroke. Darkseid, Harley Quinn, Joker, Wonder Woman, Superman, and Batman. Um, the great thing about this series uh, that centers around um, Darkseid unleashing the uh, anti-life equation, it feels like this is the second. This is this is the second straight uh, episode that we get to talk about the anti-life equation, which is fine. You know, it's good. It's a good story. Uh, I'll also score this a four and a half out of five as well um this story uh just it gives you hope and then takes it away in the most brutal way possible over and over and over again uh in this story we watch multiple huge heroes fall first issue end of the first issue um batman is taken down by um tim drake and nightwing uh and you know, it just, it gets so heavy. Uh, Wonder Woman eventually winds up dying towards the end of the, the series, the first series here. Same thing with Superman. Not, and they're not dead. They turn into these zombified monsters who all they want to do is is spread death. Flash dies. Um, 
uh, Barry Allen, Flash dies. Um, you know, this this whole thing ends up coming down to a story about legacy, I guess, in a way. Um, John is there, a big part of the story. John Kent, Superman's son. Damian Wayne, a big part of the story. Um, it, and it's just, Tom Taylor does a fantastic job just, just ripping your heart out. How Jordan dies, Dinah Lance um, becomes the Green Lantern of Earth. Uh, <laughs> Oliver Queen kills a, for lack of a better word, zombified Aquaman and just basically says, fuck you, Batman, because uh, Batman essentially feels that he's useless. Um, there's And there's just great character moments. Harley Quinn kills Joker. Um, she she goes and ends, officially ends their relationship. She kills Joker. Um, and then she has gets to fight zombie birds of prey, um, which is spectacular when Poison Ivy shows up and they fight together. Uh, it, Damien takes over the mantle of Batman. Uh, eventually, it seems that John Kent is on his way to taking over the mantle of Superman. Um, the Martian Manhunter turns to one of these zombies and penetrates... Uh, penetrates is a weird word. Info, I don't know. Penetrates. We're going to stick with penetra- penetrates. Penetrates the Fortress of Solitude, uh, causing a huge fight. Um, he, he gets killed. And Superman shows up, and they're fighting him with a with a uh, kryptonite sword, which is badass as hell. And eventually, the, uh, the entirety of the Green Lantern Corps shows up to... To, to contain Superman, which is an amazing fight. There's great splashes in there. Uh, I, I, lo- I love this story. Uh, I love that it starts out with Darkseid basically saying, hey, it, it's, it's a fight against the League, and then he just leaves. He says, I got what I needed, and what he needed was Cyborg, who sets this whole thing off. Uh, and Cyborg remains on Earth to try and set things right as the, uh, these giant spaceships take the remainder of humanity away. And we find out that there is a cure to this whole thing. And the cure resides in Cyborg. And then Cyborg gets killed. And that's that's just awful. Because it just sets up the next series, which is uh, being released as we speak. So uh, when that finishes up, I'll obviously get around to talking about that as well. Okay, on the Marvel side of things, we're going to start with uh, Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Um, and this really centers around Captain America, the Red Skull, and Zemo, and the Cosmic Cube. Uh, and it's just an amazing story. So first of all, I'm going to give this a 4.5 out of 5 as well. Um, it's, it's incredibly well written. I think the thing that keeps it from being absolutely perfect to me is really cap discovering anything about Bucky in this in this book like a lot of secrets are kept from him uh, and that kind of sucks because I've, I wanted in this book uh, which is how I read it I read it as a collected I didn't read it singly uh, I wanted to read it about it being Cap realizing that Bucky's behind a bunch of stuff off the off the top uh, so the first thing I'll point out is this is a gorgeous book um, it's uh Drawn by Steve Epting, who who just does this amazing job. And the colors here are so muted and dark. Um, so props to the colorist there. 
Um, and then the story story's written by Ed Brubaker, who took over Captain America way back when, and it's just a great story. There's a whole bunch of flashbacks. The story is just um, just really good. It's, it's a mystery wrapped up with a history lesson. There's a whole bunch of espionage and spy work. There's a lot of classic Nick Fury, white Nick Fury, uh, for those keeping track at home of black Nick Fury and white Nick Fury. Um, you, you get some time through the history of Captain America. Um, I, I just I just absolutely love this story. Um, I would highly recommend it to anybody who is, who's interested. And Bucky is a badass uh, as the Winter Soldier uh, <laughs> as he first joins. Uh, also, sadly, there is a uh, there's some dis- destruction in Philly in this. So it's kind of close to home for me. Don't fuck with my city, y'all. Not cool. <laughs> Finally, uh, this week, we have Annihilation Scourge uh, from Marvel. It was a it's just like a mini event. It's like six issues or so. I gave it a four out of five. Um, so it's basically centering on the Cancerverse, which has killed Richard Ryder of the Nova. He's come back from it. He's the only person who ever, ever escaped the Cancerverse. Cancerverse is a dark, twisted version of uh, our the Marvel Universe, uh, where everybody's kind of villainous and just seeking uh, death. Kind of sounds sort of like Deceased. Uh, in, in, a, in a way. Um, the thing I loved about this story um, is that it's bookended with the Alpha and the Omega story. And in the middle, there are four stories from four different points of view. You have uh, Nova, you have Fantastic Force, uh, you have Silver Surfer, and you have Beta Ray Bill. Um, first of all, anytime I get a story of Beta Ray Bill, I'm in! Uh, so the initial book really picks up with the invasion that that starts off, and then it breaks off into multiple smaller stories. Um, so the Nova book uh, is pretty awesome. Um, I, I love I love the way this rolls. Um, you see Richard really dealing with the fact that he's fighting um, things from the Cancerverse. He's fighting alongside Annihilus, which is uh, always badass. Uh, Nihilus and Blastar. Uh, and he just whoops some serious ass in this book. Um, and then comes across the Sentry, uh, who starts attacking him. Uh, for those who are keeping track, the Sentry disappeared a while back, uh, flew into space uh, after the end of his little miniseries. The Avengers tried to stop him, and they were like, yeah, we can't stop him even if we wanted to. And then there is an issue of the Fantastic Four, which is beautifully drawn. I love the style. Um it's it's really about the Fantastic Four going out into the negative zone, and they get into uh, lots of fights, and it's real badass. There's a ton of awesome splash pages. Um, there's some really good moments, just character moments, between um, between Sue and Johnny and Reed. Uh, Johnny like incites a revolution and fires up the members of the negative zone, which is always cool to see. Uh, the, the Human Torch becoming uh, a little bit of a leader in his own right. Then uh, the Beta Ray Bill book, that's really focuses on Bill and Lockjaw. And that's awesome because I think Lockjaw is a really cool character. And uh, anybody who knows me knows I love Beta Ray Bill. Um, coming out of the Thor universe. He's fighting members of the Cancerverse. And there's an awesome splash page. 
where he's fighting the cancerous version of Doctor Strange. He hurts uh, Lockjaw. And I was like, when I was reading, I was like, oh, that was a huge fucking mistake. And then uh, Bill grabs Stormbreaker, picks up this evil Doctor Strange, and unleashes the full power of, uh, of Stormbreaker on Doctor Strange. And uh, man, that splash page is badass. Uh, and then towards the end of the book, Beta Ray Bill fights the sentry and then pushes him back into the negative zone using Stormbreaker, disconnecting uh, Bill from that. He reverts back into his regular form uh, and is saved uh, from dying in the vacuum of space by, by Lockjaw, uh, which is great. And then finally, the Silver Surfer book. I like this book because uh, it picks up kind of where Black Le leaves off. Um, uh, Silver Surfer is really incorporeal for most of this book. Incorporeal, if I can speak. I know words. I know the best words. Um, and he's kind of like, almost like the Watcher. He can only observe things. And then he goes through uh, to the negative zone and sees all these members of the Cancerverse. And they try and fight him. But he's incorporeal. He can't touch anything. But he can kick their ass with the power cosmic, which is awesome um so then he winds up finding robert reynolds uh who is the sentry uh you find and you find out a very important plot point that the sentry is tried to expel the void they were separated um and then uh because they were separated the evil kind of took over here and sentries running around unchecked. And then in the Omega, Omega story, um, the it, it's it basically everybody comes together and fights the sentry and the members of the Cancerverse. And it's it's an absolute like awesome awesome battle because it's it seems at the end of the the Nova book that he runs away um, afraid to take on the Cancerverse because he doesn't want to die again. And then he shows up with reinforcements, and it's an awesome splash page. There's a ton of, of characters, specifically cosmic characters, and uh, it makes me real happy. Uh, and then uh, he winds up taking on the Cancerverse, taking it all into his body, and uh, sealing it away. Meanwhile, uh, the Sentry has become one again with the Void and Robert Reynolds, and they're a they're their different character or whatever. And then, uh, because it seems like Richard Ryder has died, uh, it looks like Annihilus and Silver Surfer bring uh, Richard Ryder back. Uh, and that's a cool way to end that series. Uh, it's a four for me because it, it at times becomes a little disjointed. Um, there's no, it doesn't seem like there's a real plan to use some of these characters in the larger, uh, Marvel universe. And it's not really referenced all that much. So, um, I, I love, Annihilation stories because they center on cosmic stuff, and I love cosmic stuff. Um, but, um, you know, I'm going to go ahead and leave it there for this week. Uh, the next time you hear from me, uh, I will talk about uh, from DC, I'll talk about Superman, Red Sun, and Flash Forward, uh, Old and New. And then from Marvel, uh, Old and New, you will hear uh, me talk about Days of Future Past and Death of the Inhumans. After that, I'll have a couple of interviews with a couple of awesome, awesome guests. I cannot wait for that. Cannot wait for you guys to listen to that. It's going to be great. That's all the time we have for this week. Of course, make sure you subscribe to the Twisted Cape 
uh, on your favorite podcast platform. We're at the Twisted Cape, no spaces on every social social media platform: Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Make sure you drop us a, a review on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. We love that feedback. Additionally, feel free to shoot us any other feedback on the show to twistedcape at gmail.com. And make sure you use the subject line MTS. Thanks for tuning in. I'm going to give you every inch of my love. Stay safe. Stay twisted. Fix that.